Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. It really shouldn't unsettle you to be experiencing supply chain issues, empty shelves, and increasing oil prices. These issues are all foretold in the Bible. In fact, it makes Pastor J.D. giddy. The end is near. It's possible to be filled with joy during these uncertain times. You know the end of the story. You'll be in heaven when it occurs. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on February 27, 2022. You need to know not only what you believe, but why you believe what you believe, and you should be able to go to the Word of God and show them where it is. That's why, right? Oh, good. Now I'm off the hook. I'm already, by the way, I'm already in enough trouble with a lot of people, so quit using my name on stuff like that. But again, depending on the individual, and this requires discernment. And here's something I do that works for me. I'm in a conversation with someone, and I'm like, okay, Lord, I wisdom, kind of like a Nehemiah, just a real quick, doesn't have to be a fancy Nancy prayer. <laughs> it can just be a couple of words, help Jesus, <laughs> help me, help Lord. Bring to my remembrance what I need to, because you see the Holy Spirit knows the heart of the person you're talking to. And how do you know that the Lord might not have a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, which is a gift of the Holy Spirit? And maybe when I say this, some of you will recall a time when this happened to you. You're sharing the Lord with someone. And you just say, Lord, help me with the right answers. And don't get into a long debate. Get to Jesus as quickly as you can. Now, if they want to take you down this road of, well, can God make a rock so big that He can't lift it? Get back to Jesus. Oh, and here's another thing. Make sure you have the discernment to know whether or not they're looking for an answer or an argument. If they're looking for an argument, don't waste your time. Please don't waste your time. If they're looking for an answer, then you need to give to them that answer of the hope that you have. But how many times have you been in a conversation with somebody, and the Lord just puts something on your heart, and it sometimes it's like, no way, that can't be the Holy Spirit. But before you know it, you're saying it, and you're going, wow, this is really good. It's not you. That's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and you'll speak that word to them, only to find out that 
afterwards, they're going to say, how did you know that? Oh, the Holy Spirit knew. The Holy Spirit knew that. And He'll give you that word that is tailored to and perfectly, fitly spoken to them right where they're at. So give the Holy Spirit the elbow room when you're answering people. And the reason I emphasize First Peter is because they need to ask, because it's when they ask, that's when you answer. Let them ask when they ask. Don't you find it interesting that Peter doesn't say, you need to find somebody and ask them, and then give them the answer. No, they have to ask. Because if they're asking you about this, they genuinely want to know. And they genuinely want to know why it is that you're not freaking out like everybody else they know. One last time on this, and I won't keep harping on this, (laughs) but it is important. There first has to be that hope in us, otherwise they're not going to ask. They have to see there's just something different about you. I mean, everything that's happening in the world, it's so confusing, it's so chaotic. I just cannot wrap my mind around everything that is happening in the world. But then I I look, and they're watching you, by the way. The Apostle Paul says, we're living epistles, we're living letters. They're reading the letters of our life. And as they do, here's what they want to read. Here's what they want to see in us before they ask us. They want to see, is he the real deal? He's so different. He has this, this joy, but he's going through the same thing I'm going through. He has this peace about him, but he's going through the same thing I'm going through. And actually, truth be made known, it's actually worse what he's going through than what I'm going through. And yet he has this peace. He has this joy. He has hope. I want me some of that. I want what you got. Because you've got something that I need. And that something is hope. And we can give to them. And by the way, this is why sometimes I get giddy, which freaks people out, by the way. This is why I'm excited. This is exciting, not terrifying to me, because I know what this means. And what this means is, Jesus is coming. And He's going to take us out of this world. That's my hope. And you can have that hope too. You know, I'm going to reference a couple of prior updates. Last week's update, actually, we went into some detail on this invasion of Israel and the significance of Russia and Ukraine. Well, all of these, by the way, tie together. The second one has to do with what's happening to and with the economy globally, especially with this global crisis that they have created. The shelves are getting emptier, have you noticed? The prices are getting higher. I haven't filled up my car with gas in probably a week. I don't drive much. I really don't get out much. But is it over five, $5 yet here? 
Really? 519? How about the price of food? Did you know that we're told that that would happen in the Bible? Really? Yeah. Well, I've been hearing a lot about inflation. Oh, Revelation chapter 6. You ain't seen nothing yet. Because that's exactly what we're told in the book of Revelation will happen during the seven-year tribulation. So how do you answer someone who asks, why are you like so, it actually makes me sick that you're so happy and I'm so worried and fearful about my financial future. And you just seem to be just, you know, praising the Lord and you're paying the same price at the pump that I am. So what are you so happy about? Because I know <laughs> that this is one of many signs of just how close we are. So what I do, and again, this is just how I answer the question when asked, Bible prophecy with detail, by the way, in the book of Revelation describes a cashless economy. And so what we're witnessing right now is actually what the Bible said we would be witnessing at the time of the end. And specifically as it relates to this controlled demolition, I use those words for a reason, of the current economy. Because you see, you cannot introduce this digital cashless economy until you first destroy the current economy. So the whole supply chain thing, the whole price of a barrel of oil thing, the whole empty shelf thing, the whole a dollar is now worth point zero 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 one cent thing. That's not too far off, by the way. It's all foretold in, in Scripture. The update I'll refer you to on this one was actually a little over a year ago now, back on December 6th of 2020, about a year ago, a little over a year ago. It's titled The Great Setup, because that's what it is. It's the great set up for the great reset. This is all planned. It's been planned for many decades, and it is now beginning to come to pass. Well, this ties into this last one, and it's a biggie, and we got to talk about it. It has to do with the injection, and whether or not this is the mark of the beast. Okay, please, please, please. I'm going to say this as simply and as clearly as I possibly can. Is this the mark of the beast? No, not yet. I'm going to do this again. Is the injection currently the mark of the beast? No, not yet. However, in Revelation 13, we're told that there will be this mark, a tattoo-like mark, that everyone will need to have in order to buy or sell. 
I do need to address this parenthetically to the question of believers who have been injected losing their salvation. That is absurd. The answer is absolutely not. If you're born again, you cannot be unborn again. Okay. Now, if this is not the mark of the beast, how do you get there and say that it will become the mark of the beast? By the way, don't shout out or raise your hands, but this is a rhetorical question. Aren't you being asked about this? Isn't there something in the Bible about this? I heard something about this being the mark of the beast. Well, you need to have an answer for that, especially for this. You don't have to be an expert on the Middle East. And by the way, I don't fancy myself or posture myself as, in fact, I don't like it when people say, you know, you're a prophecy expert. I'm like, where? Really? So I, ha I have to be a prophecy expert? No, I don't need to be a prophecy expert. I don't need to be an expert on the Middle East. I just need to know the Word of God. And I don't need to be an, a medical expert. Opinions, you know, from the experts, they're like armpits. Okay, good. You know where I'm going. We've all got a couple and they stink. So I will just leave it at that. Well, we have the answer. And if you'll just kind of hang in there with me, I will give you as much information as I possibly can. We've done numerous updates on this that would take hours to view, so I'll just give you the bottom line by way of an overview. And in so doing, I hope to provide you and equip you with the biblical answers as to why it is that this so-called vaccine will become the mark of the beast according to the book of Revelation during the seven-year tribulation. I'm going to proceed with the presupposition that you know Revelation chapter 13 verses 16 through 18 about he will cause force all great, small, rich, poor to receive a mark in, on, both. Well, my Bible says it's in, and you keep saying it's on. It's both. It, it's put on you and gets in you. So there's going to be this mark that all will be forced, caused to take in order to buy and sell, and this mark will be on, in, in on the right hand or the forehead, and it's the mark of the beast. Now, here's the question. How does a so-called vaccine injected into one's arm become this mark? Well, let me explain. Let's start with Revelation chapter 18, verse 23. This is what gives us the connection to a so-called vaccine from Big Pharma. This is a prophecy speaking of Babylon the Great. John writes, by the Spirit, 
the light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery, hang on to that word, all the nations were deceived. By sorcery. Revelation 9.21, and they did not repent of their murders or their, here it is again, sorceries, or their sexual immorality, or their thefts. Okay, let's take a closer look and examination of two words. The word Mark in Revelation 13, 16 through 18, and the word sorceries in 1823 and 9.21. First, the word mark. The word mark in the original language of the Greek New Testament is karagma, and it's from the root word karax, and carries with it the idea of a stamp, tattoo, stake, or palisade. Hang on to that. The word sorcery, you know this, I hope you do. If you don't, you need to. It's the Greek word pharmakion, where we get our English word for pharmacy and pharmaceutical, and carries with it the idea of a magic potion and even poisonous injections. Enter the aforementioned mark, tattoo sharp palisade. You know what a a palisade is? It's a sharp point, like needles, that are stamped on the forehand or the forehead, delivering this poisonous potion by way of an injection. Not in the arm. The details from the Greek term for mark, stamp, as in the mark of the beast, when considered with today's technology, reveal both the shocking accuracy of Scripture, as well as the way the coming infamous soul-damning mark of the beast will be. It's these palisades, these stakes, these needles. January 6th of last year, BBC News published an article about the development of the world's first vaccine smart patch, which is a disposable device using microneedles, palisades, to both administer the vaccine and, listen to this, monitor its efficacy by measuring the body's immune response. The smart patches, millimeter long microneedles, made from polycarbonate or silicon, will penetrate the skin to administer a vaccine and held in place with a strap or tape. It will simultaneously measure a patient's inflammatory response to the vaccination, (laughs) that alone, In other words, they're anticipating an inflammatory response, but by monitoring biomarkers in the skin, 
the device is then scanned. Oh, wait, it's scanned? Oh, you mean like when I go to the bank and they scan my forehead or my, yeah, like that. Providing a data reading that can be used to understand the efficacy of the vaccine and the body's response to it. Now, to the question of how this technology will be powered, (laughs) this is where it gets really interesting. It's powered by way of a quantum dot tattoo using Luciferus. In other words, this will be the power source, and it will be used to digitally scan the information, chiefly for vaccination verification. The NIH National Center for Biotechnology Information webpage about quote, creating self-illuminating quantum dot conjugates. Let me quote from the abstract. By the way, are you getting this? Because when they ask you about this, you go, okay. So, no, you don't have to get into all the detail, but it's good that you know this. Quoting, a new type of quantum dot conjugate has been reported that can, listen, luminesce, illuminate, with no need for external excitation. These self-illuminating quantum dot conjugates can be prepared by coupling of commercially available carboxylate presenting quantum dots to the light-emitting protein Ranilla luciferase, luciferous. You know that Lucifer means light bearer. This produces the light that can be scanned and read and monitored and surveilled and data collected. The energy released to the quantum dots through bioluminescence resonance energy transfer leads to quantum dot light emission. Invisible ink could reveal whether kids have been vaccinated. Subtitle, the technology embeds immunization records into a child's skin. It's a stamp, a tattoo with palisades that is on and then in the skin, and then it's scanned. Back in April of 2020, Carnegie Mellon University published a report about CMU having developed micro-needle patches, which contain hundreds of tiny needles clustered on a miniature patch about the size of a contact lens. The micro-needles are made from biodissolvable sugar-like natural materials, and the vaccine or drug-slash-sorcery potion, poison, is delivered and mixed with this water-soluble material when fabricating the micro-needles. We're so glad you joined us for this prophecy update on In Spirit and Truth. Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? 
Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.